I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, Julia again. Uh, Just to let you know, this is part two of my chat with Kurt Schiffer. If you don't know who Kurt Schiffer is, you're going to need to go back to part one of this chat um, because, well, otherwise you'll just be really, really confused. Um, But anyway, please enjoy the second half of my chat with Kurt. Julia, <laughs> maintain control of your podcast, please, for the listeners. Come on. Let us be in control here, Julia. Come on. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Jack is really on he the back foot now. He is in trouble with the gambling. And yeah. Dawn not only points out that he's in big trouble, she says to him, I thought you were loaded and clearly just isn't interested in him anymore. Yeah. She only wants he is, him She is thinking that he is an old man with, you know, the guilt. Lolly. Loads of it. Yeah, yeah, she thought so. The way he he was was slashing it about. Her meal ticket. Exactly. Out of the barmaiding lifestyle. It's true. And what we know of Dawn is that she basically had a horrible dad who was really mean to her mum, left her, and now she has abandonment issues and she always goes for older men. She's a very sad More case. More quality writing no, from it's a, the staff. It's actually a good character. She's yeah. a really well-drawn character, I think. Okay. Anyway. anyway, so Dawn is now mentally packing her suitcase. We leave Jack's house and we go to the Howard's house where Jan is working at the kitchen table. Oh, look lo- at my... Oh, the waistbands are dropping. <laughs> These are the kind of things she has to think about. Sleeve length, it's, it's all yeah. happening. Put more darts in it. <laughs> See? It's normally what you say. Uh, did you do a tailoring course on the submarine? It just yeah, sounds like you know what did. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. we did indeed. Yeah. I like what you're wearing, by the way. It's very nice. Thank you. Did you make that yourself? I did. <laughs> it's lovely. Gingham. Uh, <laughs> is it an old tablecloth? <laughs> it is indeed. Rescued from the Ark Royal on oh, a dare. Well, it's a very make-do-and-mend attitude. In we, the middle of the Second <laughs> World War. We had that in the war too. We dressed as Welsh sailors. <laughs> Smuggled ourselves aboard the Ark Royal and stole the tablecloth to make that, shirts. Did you? Wow. Excuse me, could you tell me where the officers mess, please? Excuse me, I tell you what, that tablecloth looks like it needs a wash. I'll take it down to the brig, I tell you what. And then I smuggled it off the boot. 
Wow, you're like a proper spy. I am. Amazing. Yeah, God. Cool. <laughs> anyway, Jan and Leo are having a conversation at their kitchen table and he tells her that he's going to get a job at the boatyard. And with... if I may point out, his makeup is even more ludicrous <laughs> in this scene. What, are we talking like mascara? I mean, now it is full tilt. <laughs> John Taylor from Duran Duran. <laughs> Again, very popular around the time. Incredible. Of the He's looking beautiful. So is he she, is actually. glowing. It's, it's like a competition to see who can be more They're having a glam scene. off. Jan, for the first I'm time. I'm very surprised they are not singing Up Where We Belong. She is like Jennifer Warnes. <laughs> he is like Joe Cocker. <laughs> if Joe Cocker was Kiki D. And entirely smooth with big I eyebrows. Know, like, like, he's not if like you Joe iron Cocker. Joe Cocker. <laughs> and then pulled it really tight. Yeah. That you get Leo. Yeah. No, Indeed. you're right. Jan tells him, and this is the first time anyone's ever dared say this to Leo. Uh-huh. She thinks that her son is infatuated with Abby. Yeah. He always claims she's just a friend, but it clearly... Just a pal. Just a pal. Clearly hits a bit of a sensitive spot because he bristles at that. Oh, he does indeed. Yeah. As if it is possible for such a smooth and fluffy person to bristle. <laughs> the eyebrows bristle. You can visibly see them bristling. God, the eyebrows, they're made of concrete. All of his follicles are concentrated into the Good top of his Lord. brow. That's where all of his hair Incredible. on his body Incredible. Anyway, she expresses concern that Leo's going to get hurt because Abby just Abby says jump and he says how high and yeah. she's worried that he's going to get his heart broken. Then we go to the Urquhart's house where bad mum Polly. Oh, her. Yeah, she's having a she row with Gerald. She's arguing with Gerald about his non-parentage. Yes, and and basically telling him to go back and get his job back with yeah, Charles. Go back to Charles. Because she wants to buy stuff with the money that he makes. And, yeah, you know. I have a standard of living and if you don't keep it up then I'm going to somewhere else. I know, what a cow. She's horrible. And we established that, that they have what's called a lavender marriage. I'm sure you're aware of yeah. this. But he that is... is a marriage where the husband is to be eating palmer violets. Kind all day. Of. Yes, exactly. So his yeah. breast is smelling sweet. It smells of lavender. Yes, exactly. And yeah. is also the because of the lavender, it is easy for her to sleep at night. That is Why what is we so call in Germany an aromatherapy marriage, which is <laughs> you have one partner eats eats many many <laughs> fragrant things, and they have lovely breath. Also, he's a homosexual. So. <laughs> We had several of those in the uh, Kriegsmarine. Yeah. Well, on the submarine. Yeah. That must have been quite interesting. It's helpful, you know. Releases <laughs> tensions. Very easy to cast musicals. You're painting such an interesting picture. I know. It's, it's, well, it's, it's a working vessel. Obviously. But, you yeah. know, you've got to have fun too. That's yeah, important. I was, I was gay for 1943. <laughs> Just that year? For tax reasons. Ah, oh, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, they, we established that they've been turning a blind eye to each other's behaviour so yeah. they have a flat in London yeah. and they take it in who, turns to who, use the flat oh, they take it in turns mm. for oh, so he Sexy is seeing uh, the gentleman yeah and she is seeing the, the gentleman the gentleman yeah. also yeah but exactly. presumably different gentlemen I think so well, they never they never say this, who perhaps they're having a friend <laughs> who's uh, sharing you're saying they're polyamorous the, no I'm saying <laughs> that maybe they are having a friend who is half rice half chips <laughs> What a lovely way to put it. Yes, yeah. maybe maybe they do. I don't get the impression they like each other that much, though, so I'm not sure no. they want to. I'd imagine no. They'd rather do it with other people, I think. That's I would think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, his pride is at stake. He doesn't want to go back cap in hand to Charles because he's he's walked out. He's done the deed. Yeah. So she basically chops off his knob and says she's going to beg Charles for his job back. I, I think I missed that bit. <laughs> Trust me, it happened. Anyway, wow. they're... 
Oh, this is progressive. <laughs> she basically just says that's happening and tough luck and, you know, doesn't okay. give a choice in yeah. the matter. Yeah. Uh, then we go back to the Howard's house where Lynn and Claude are actually snogging now. They're actually kissing. Oh, well done, Zem. It's, it's like breakfast time and their tongues down throats. Good like Lord. I know, it's quite shocking. Before Kartoffel <laughs> Effen. Frühstück, you mean? Oh, before my Frühstück. <laughs> Mit the kissing. <laughs> kissing for breakfast. You taste of eggs. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not I sure if that's a good like thing or a bad thing. So then Leo giggles when he sees his sister snogging her boyfriend and they tell him they're getting yeah, married. Yeah. And he says, oh, I should have known because you started wearing makeup to breakfast. And having sex <laughs> And also breakfast. Leo should know because apparently now he's wearing makeup all the time. Leo so. is wearing more makeup Maybe than she... a clown prostitute. <laughs> Maybe she borrowed his makeup. Anyway, Jan is glowering at them all as they kind of laugh and joke. They're and having some funny laughing times about the engagement. They are. And, and Leo's sh- making jokes about Lynn being an alcoholic who also solicits. <laughs> yeah. So he is accusing his sister of being a drunken whore. <laughs> yeah, yes, he which is. Which is very fraternal of him. It's all good fun. <laughs> but now... You see, so yeah, I am thinking, Maza, you will be congratulating us also. Is yes. Lynn saying? Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. She is putting the emotional pressure on her mutti to go, oh, yeah, and she does, <laughs> and but she is still exchanging a smouldering glance yes. with Claude. Yes, that's not comfortable at all, is it's, it? It is most unusual. It makes everyone feel a little bit uneasy. It's going to be some wedding. It is going to be some wedding. But she does, even though her face doesn't agree with what she's doing, no. she kind of puts her hand out to her daughter and says, come on, we'll go and find some champagne. So she's trying. She extends the hand. She does. Uh, for around 30 seconds. Do you think, I thought maybe a bird of prey was coming the or hand, something. I, it's almost she is awaiting a falcon. <laughs> but it doesn't show up. <laughs> if there had been whistling then and then a falcon had landed on her. And that would have been a good moment. It would have been great. Maybe they just couldn't afford the bird of prey. They yeah. go off to find champagne. Which then is we... obviously why she was not wearing a gauntlet. Oh, that's right. She'd have been badly hurt yeah. if she hadn't had one of those on. Uh, then we get to Avril's house, where Tom and Avril are having a discussion about the business table. Yeah, they are having. A, I'm assuming that they have at home to be having a dinner. Yes, uh, they've uh, the wine is finished. They've done or the wine. Now gone. it is yeah. time for Tony to make the coffee. And Tony and Avril, when Just, they are making the he's coffee... He's still talking about Tom. Carry on. Yeah, go When on. Tony... I'm calling him Tony. When Tony and Avril are having... Some, Tony, I'm yeah. not calling him Tony anymore. So so Tom yes. is making coffee for him and Avril. Yes. And then he is with his eyes saying to her, let us sit on our unusually placed fireplace to drink our coffee. Also, I worry about them having caffeine this close to bedtime. It is very late at night. Mm. But also, here is an unusual thing. It is a large cafetiere with yeah. three or four pints of coffee in it. Mm, at least. Or they are using the tiny thimble cups. <laughs> it will take them many hours to finish this coffee. Yeah, no, they're too small, aren't they? And then, while she is talking to him, he stirs his coffee mid a, a ladle for eight seconds <laughs> all over her line. <laughs> what, does he clank against the cup so you can't? It really? is unbelievable. I didn't notice. It's so, she's like, literally, she has to talk louder to get the line out while he is banging away. 
<laughs> Do you think they weren't getting on that day? It's perhaps? possible there was some uh, jealousy, some I, onset I, jealousy. I think so. Anyway, or Tom delighting. Is... <laughs> there is a moment when Tom stands up and a massive looming shadow appears on the back wall like <laughs> like they are in Nosferatu. Yes, very German cinema, obviously. You Unbelievable. Know. It's it's iconic. The directors in this show, they do take their influences was from cinema. Was this episode so. directed by Lenny Riefenstahl? <laughs> yes, it was. Because it's most, <laughs> most stark. It was, no, it was directed by someone called Tristan Devere Cole. The most British person there could ever be. Uh, or, or indeed two British people. <laughs> exactly. It was twins, Tristan and Devere Cole. Tom is not thrilled that his daughter is marrying a fly-by-night French fashion designer. Yeah. Also, Avril is telling Tom about Bill and his yes. threat. Yes, and to he gets... leave over the catamaran. And Tom gets very, very angry. Well, because he, he is often thinking, get angry. He, Tom is thinking that Bill is stepping on his toes. Yeah, yeah. With regard to that is his business and man is mine. I know. But they, they I, can't Bill agree. Bill is concerned for the safety of the catamaran. Yeah, he is. He wouldn't say that if he didn't have he genuine concerns, you know. You know Bill. I am knowing Bill. You fought in a war against him. I did him, indeed. So. <laughs> he worked in my bar. Different scene. <laughs> when he went AWOL that time. So then we go yeah. to Charles Frere's house and Ken storms in demanding to know why Charles has dropped the Marina project. Yes. And but, he but says... But I am liking Charles when yeah. Ken is coming in. He goes, thank you, Hamilton. <laughs> As many people in the London Theatre District are saying right now, <laughs> in the area of the Victoria oh. Palace. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. No. I don't think it's very easy to get a ticket. No. no. I um, am seeing, though, Hamilton Academicals, who are a <laughs> Scottish football team. I am also, on occasion, when I am at Fulham Football Club, seeing Diddy David Hamilton, <laughs> the former broadcaster. Ken storms in. He's furious. And he's demanding to know why Charles has ended the Marina project, yeah. into which he'd heavily invested. Uh, Ken, who is not wearing a lemon shirt for a change. No, he's not. He's he, angry and he's in he, business mode. He is so. wearing angry business clothes. You can't be angry in lemon, I don't think. No. It just doesn't have the same he impact. He is livid. <laughs> but then Charles, in a most dismissive way, is mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's saying, if you can't stand the heat... Stay away from the kitchen. Yeah, that's not what the expression is, is As it? As they say. Who? <laughs> Idiots. Idiots say that. That is who. No one it's, says if that. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the get kitchen. Get out of the kitchen. Yeah, not to stay. If you can't stand the heat, then it is possible that you should be avoiding the whole kitchen area, <laughs> as they say. On the submarine, would you say get out of the galley or what's the... Uh, we are saying if you can't stand the heat, verklauen <laughs> getzen. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it would make me just go quickly. It yeah. sounds like a, an urgent command. Well, one should not shout too much on a submarine because no. it is metal walls. Very yeah. echoey. <laughs> yes. You can't shout at people to get out of the way when you are silent running to hide from the British Navy. And the otters don't like yeah. it either. You have to so use a system of code. <laughs> what kind of code? Hand signals. <laughs> What if Waving. You what if you can't see the person? Waving. Oh, just pass a note. Can you, can you tap pass on the walls note. as well? No, you mustn't. The Navy will hear that. So yes, he can't stand the kitchen. He, he, he should have. He should have avoided the kitchen. Yeah, but he didn't. So, and then he says something to Charles. He says, "You carted me. Carted cart- me. I think he says kited. 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 What does that mean? It means he has tying string to Ken <laughs> in a high wind and throwing him into the air. <laughs> And then Ken is soaring and he's being held on a string by Dick Van Dyke on some happy children. That makes a lot more sense than what I thought he said. And everybody is happy because Ken is away from them in the sky yes, exactly. and maybe struck by lightning. <laughs> With any luck, he's a rotten sod, frankly. 
So Ken wants the real reason why Charles pulled out. Charles was going yeah. to tell him that it was to do with his daughter. Yeah. And but Ken means to find out. And but even Ken, in defeat, he is you know flaring his nostrils. Ken is getting very butch and whispery. He is. This, this whole episode. He is so butch. Yeah, he is. Wow. I and almost... I tell you, there is a joke which Charles is playing on Ken, yeah. which he is saying, "You could have sold at par," which is a golf expression. <laughs> Because Ken can't get into golf club. He can't. This, because this is a, an established fact that he yeah, wanted to join the golf desperate club. Desperate to go. And so he uses a yeah. golf expression to make him feel even less of ein man. <laughs> oh, Charles. He's very good at undermining him. He is him. so good at being the evil person. He's such a bitch. He and Polly should have been making the evil babies. Well, I mean. Well, they're mm, making Avril, who is Mimsy. And <laughs> Abby. Abbe, yeah, did she yeah. does turn evil? Oh no, I, that's a spoiler. She does what? turn evil eventually. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. If you keep watching to series six, she just turns evil. That will not be happening. <laughs> it does happen. I'm sorry, it does. Then we go to Ralton Marie. Pardon me. Are you saying series six? <laughs> yeah. How many series of Howard's Way are there to being made? Just six. Then we go to Ralton Marie, and Jack has yeah. come to see David Lloyd, the owner of many tennis clubs. Indeed, David um, Lloyd is a former Wimbledon uh, playing English and didn't quite reach his expectations. Yeah, Lloyd and uh, yeah, uh, Jack is saying to David Lloyd, "I have something to your advantage." They say this a lot in Howard's way when they don't want to be specific, but they but it immediately makes whoever is on the other end of the phone go, "I'll come and meet yeah. you." And Jack is before a meeting in the middle of the day smoking a cigar. Yes, he smokes one constantly this episode, so his voice can maintain because. I'd imagine if Jack is not smoking some powerful cigars constantly. I think it's sounds a bit like this. <laughs> Dawn, you're not leaving me, are you, love? No. <laughs> anyway, so he's... To make Jack, he's got smoked the cigars. They are having a business meeting about... Uh, about Now, Jack is selling some of his uh, shares in the yard. Yes, that's right. To this... Uh, David Lloyd tennis player. David Lloyd, the tennis player. Yes, <laughs> And he's going to ask him £40,000 for it. And David Lloyd just says, oh, I need 24 hours. Like, so clearly, just, you know, it's a it's yeah. a hot property. And then he says, don't tell anyone. So He goes, I will have to see the books. Yes, he and does. Then he, and then, in a most awkward way, Jack is moving the suitcase eight inches across the table <laughs> in an incredibly ungainly... It's a bit too big. Isn't <laughs> it's ever so lumpy. He could yeah. have gone, they're in the case. <laughs> But, but he no, doesn't. He moves them across the table. I think it all fits because he's feeling very shifty because he's doing this behind his daughter's he back. He is and indeed. And it's because of his gambling that he is having to sell yes. some of his company. He's in a lot of he's debt. He's in some financial hot water. A lot more heiser wasser than we first yeah. thought as well. Well done. And thank you, uh, GCSE German. You're welcome. Mm. Then Avril, his daughter, at the crucial moment, walks in. <gasps> In a cerise blouse and a huge grey-shouldered suit again. Once like again, with her massive shoulders, like dress. she is a linebacker for some Miami Dolphins. Dress. So she goes in, doesn't understand what her dad's doing there. He kind of absents himself. But when he leaves, he says, I'll see you later, David. Wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. And which, th- mm. which is making her even more suspicious. Yeah, like she's on high alert knowing yeah. something is going she on. She knows there is some underhand stuff happening. I'm afraid so. Yeah. And then there's some talk about a high-powered accountant. Perhaps a yeah. rocket-propelled accountant <laughs> yeah. who could do your books very quickly. Yeah. So what is... No, what I like is she says, apparently it's a high-powered accountant acting for someone even more high-powered. <laughs> How is that even possible? As bad as that. A speed-of-light accountant who is doing your accounts four years before you even have a business. Wow. <laughs> Who is that guy? 
<laughs> I think that's almost certainly explained it. Um, then we go back to the Urkids, yeah. where Abby is back flopped on her bed, <laughs> being depressed. Abby is most unhappy. She's already unhappy. Yeah. And then Gerald comes in yeah. and says, I'm gay. <laughs> He should say that. He should, really. Although, you know, he, he changes his mind a few times in the course of the six series. Well, you know. Uh, he says to her, quite bluntly, uh, I'm not your father. Yeah, I, I am thinking that this is most... There is a lot of very rapid ripping off of the elastoplasts yes. in this episode. Yes, no There is no subtlety. Or no. There is no... Oh, it's a bit like that joke when yes. the, the family is coming around from the holiday. Yeah. And... Uh, the person has been looking after the house. The father has been at home while the family has been away. And the family come in and the mother goes, where's the cat? And he goes, the cat's dead. Or the children start crying. She goes, why did you say that? Why could you not say? Why could you not say that, oh, the cat, He the other day he was oh, playing a little game on the roof and having such fun with his little ball. And he was on the roof. Oh, he, he loves his little ball. And he knocked it out of the window and he went onto the roof and he chased the ball oh, out God, the window. Oh, God, this is so sad. And he fell down and he chased his ball and he fell down. And he had on oh, no, and build up to it like that. <laughs> Why couldn't you do that? He went, oh, I'm so sorry. She goes, anyway, where's mum? She goes, well, she was playing with her ball. <laughs> It's a terrible joke. Yeah, but, but it is like that. Nevertheless, I'm sure in, I'm sure in the war it was um, yeah. <laughs> considered cutting-edge stand-up alternative. Oh, comedy. no. Uh, yeah, open <laughs> mic night was Friday. <laughs> did you ever get up and do a turn? Or? I, I did uh, I did the poetry of Goethe, <laughs> but as George Formby. <laughs> I, I imagine you were quite good. Yeah. Um, where were we? Do you remember, Kurt? I've completely uh, lost my uh, place. Um, uh, I am not your that's father. Right. That's right. You're not my dad. I that's am not. <laughs> well, this has come as a terrible shock. Mm. Um, Abby, on the other hand, not shocked at she all. She is taking it totally in the stride. Yeah, she's fine. She's she, like, yeah. I always fed a bit of a misfit. <laughs> Yeah, Which is not making you sympathetic to no. her plight. I mean, she's right about that. She is. She's the most miserable, joyless person on the face of the earth. But anyway, yeah. uh, the information has been conveyed. So, so, she now knows. So this scene is happening between Abby and her non-father. That's right. Meanwhile, yes. in the office of Charles, Polly's the evil master. Yeah, the evil is mother. visiting Charles. Yeah. And uh, she is wanting to get the job back for her gay husband. She is, and she's she's decided to do it dressed as a wasp. She is <laughs> she is looking like again Arthur Askey. Buzz, 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 <laughs> Vince, honeybee, honeybee. It's a very striking black and yellow outfit that can only Unbelievable. be described as wasp-like. Yeah, yeah. And so Charles uh, doesn't make it that difficult for her. He doesn't make her beg. He just says that Gerald can come back. He rolls up a newspaper and ushers her from the room. <laughs> oh, after she's flown into the window a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it is his own <laughs> fault for having an open bottle of squash on the mantelpiece. Kiora. Yeah, rejecting her with his sweetness. And so if you want me to beg, I'll beg. Have you got a jar of honey? <laughs> Perhaps just leave some sugar on the table. Is that a sandwich over there? I can just fly around. Anyway, her charms work and Charles says that Gerald can come but, back. But he has a proviso that... Yeah. that what is the name of the Gerald. Father? Gerald is having yeah. to say to Charles himself. Yes, exactly. He can't. He can't he come can back. He can come back, he... but he has to ask. 
cutting his own knob yeah, off in yeah, the process. Yeah, not literally. Yeah, Obviously, it's, it's already been cut off. He can't cut it off again. Absolutely. So then we go to the Jolly Sailor, which is the pub. Which is most unjolly in this scene. Well, it is, but I imagine it's sort of like the sad version of the bar you used to run in uh, the Bahamas. Bahamas, Bermuda? Bahamas. Bermuda. So anyway, at the Jolly Sailor, Dawn is back behind the bar in her tight pink trousers with a sort of lycra uh, she leggings. Is, she is indeed. And she's talking to Jack and Jack is trying to persuade her that it's just a blip and that he'll get some more no, money and not no, to worry. No, no, here, now, Julia, oh, you, as you are, you are fond of a seafaring metaphor. Ah. You're loving it. And Jack ah. is saying... It's only a little squall. That's right. We are still seaworthy. Oh, how could I have missed that? So, yeah, so but, brilliant. But then, then Dawn's bar lady <laughs> is throwing this back in his big face and yeah. saying, yeah, but what if it's a big squall? What if there's another you know, one? Yeah. Yeah, what if there are more storms? She's not convinced. It is like listening to the shipping forecast arguing with itself. <laughs> And so Jack is made a single man yes. in a pub. Yeah, and there's a, there's a very sad detail again about Dawn, poor Dawn's sad childhood. Oh. When he says, um, it'll come good and we'll, I'll get some more money, she says, no. that's what my dad used to say, but they still took the telly. I know. It's very that sad. a terrible thing she for Dawn. She paints a sad picture of a Dickensian oh, she's, childhood. She's, she's like she has been written, isn't she, by Charles Dickens? Yes, I think she has. Little Dawn, we'll Little call her from Dawn now on. Dawn with colours. Yeah. Oh, she's so tragic. In the Marshalsea prison, <laughs> with not a bean to her name, or a telly. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, anyway, then at the marina, there yeah. are boats. You like boats. I'm loving the boats. So there are some boats here. Yeah, um, this is good. So Tom... Tom is saying, now what is happening twice in this episode of the show yeah. is two people are incapable of saying the word computer. Well, they're still new Tom to Tom is saying, all we need is a computer <laughs> with, a, with a soft H on the end rather than a firm R. Computer. <laughs> computer. Computer. That's how you say it. That is how it is yeah, to be said. Yeah, yeah. But no, Tom is saying, all we need is a computer. <laughs> Like it is a word he is unfamiliar with. Well, he probably is. I mean, they're still quite new, aren't they? 
yeah. showing Leo around the sale loft because yes. Leo is going to be a, a, Leo an, an apprentice. Leo will be making sales yeah. with uh, Mike's the sale. Or repairing. Mike's the sale That's later. right. Mike the sale maker is yeah. a new character. He's a new chip. Before. And he's got a bit of an attitude problem, I think. Yes. You know. Well, uh, He thinks he's it. <laughs> we're not seeing it yet. He only makes sales, you know. No, I know, but just something about the way he stands and looks Get some material, stitch the edge of it, <laughs> put it up a mast. In fact, the moment, the, how difficult is that? He only repairs sales. They don't have the technology to make their own sales yet. This is why the computer This is why the, the computer <laughs> has been purchased. No, exactly. they are talking about having one. And moving with the times. There wasn't then that. is Avril arriving in the scene? Well, yes, she is in a minute. But first of all, we also meet Pat the Machinist. She's the best goddamn machinist that Tarrant's ever seen. She doesn't get any lines, am, but... Maybe I am missing a page. She doesn't speak. I'm just... I think I'm building her part up more I than am, is actually I, necessary. I, You've got so many notes. notes. Is this something about being... Oh, no, yeah. It's the bottom of page 10. My <laughs> son, Leo, Mike's a sailmaker. Is one of the most awkward introductions in the history of the entire world. Pat's a machinist. Now, I did not know if this was her name or an instruction. No. <laughs> We may never know because she doesn't speak whoever yeah, this she is. is this one must be clear. <laughs> she wasn't in the credits All as Pat, we so. need is a computer. <laughs> and well, he's going to get one. It is established that Jack is AWOL. He is, again, as usual, drinking, Jack has gambling. disappeared. Hanging around with... He is full of sorrow women with in Dawn <laughs> yes, exactly. leaving him. He's very unhappy. And in the Yard's office, Tom and Avril are talking about where the bloody hell Jack is. There is a... And then Tom suggests buying a... Computer. <laughs> so they can make sales. And Avril knows that Jack's up to no good because she mentioned she saw him no, at Relton. She has established a secret meeting with uh, uh, the Lloyd men, the tennis it's, player. Exactly. So she knows something's afoot. She's going to investigate further. She is most resourceful. And then back at the Urquhart's, Polly and Gerald are still arguing over him returning or not to go back to Charles to work for him. And Abby overhears them. And then Polly threatens Gerald if he doesn't go back and work there. Then she's going to sling her boat hook. She's going to divorce him and basically expose divorce him as a Nazi. Him and, and tell the world what he, he is loving. Yeah. Some men. What she hints at is, guess what I'm going to use as evidence? She means the parentage of Abigail. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, no, she's being a proper cow now. So Abigail leaps to the defence of her non-father. Yeah, because he's being really nice to her now. Yeah. He never really bothered with her before this episode, well, but now, now they're quite close. Now he is not her father. He is closer to her, which is stupid. It's weird, isn't it? But, Very you know, strange. They I guess they feel like it's them against uh, so, Polly. Abby is this Polly and Sarah arguing about the situation. They are. And then Abby is saying to Polly, everybody in Tarrant knows what you use a London Ooh. flat for. At which point, Polly fetches Abby a right-hander. Like that. She slaps her. Right around the chalk. Boom. She does. And then she looks horror-stricken. This is not good... Either acting or writing, <laughs> because she should not care. She is hitting people with her acts. Yeah, that is not the first time Polly slaps someone, so I don't no. know why she's so upset about it. I, and I have, am seeing an episode before where she is being awful to her daughter. I love that you've watched but other But you've episodes. fallen down the stairs. I didn't push her. <laughs> That's didn't right. Push her. Yeah, no, that was pretty and memorable. She is, she is big with the guilt. She is. But, but you know, always with the slipping and yeah. the pushing down the stairs. She's a proper cow. Back at the Jolly Sailor, yeah. we're outside now. It's a very. It's always a very yeah. glowy day outside the Jolly Sailor. And Dawn, who has recently given Jack his marching orders yes. from their relationship, yes. she sees Ken 
who is dressed as someone from Visconti's <laughs> Death in Venice. <laughs> he does. Even though it's not a sunny day, he's got his sunglasses on. So he is wearing the sunglasses yeah. and also a very striping matelo jumper. Yes, he's proper nautical in this. He never usually bothers Ken, but yes. he's, he's gone dead sailory for this. I don't know why. Unbelievable. And he's suddenly, he it was formerly in a relationship with this poor woman. He was. And he treated her very badly. Very badly. And then just kicked her out onto the pavement. She had this nowhere to go. It's totally unacceptable. Basically, Dawn comes over to sensibly clean up the glasses from his table and he starts being nice to her and she's like, what are you after? But she can't help falling for it and he yeah. uses his sunglasses to punctuate. So she says, Oh what no, are you? when he removes them from his face, it yeah. is most awkward. It's brilliant. It's my favourite bit of the episode. She says, what do you want? And the camera cuts back to him. He takes his sunglasses off. He fixes her with his glassy stare and he says, you. Which I found, again, very sexy. Here, Ken is not sexy. I'm, I'm, I'm beginning, I'm beginning to have sexy. my head turned by him, I must say. You then, madam, would find a clothing catalogue sexy. In that jumper, it is impossible to be sexy. No, do you know what? It's the nautical stripes. That's what did it for me, I think. You, I think I really here, in the middle of a fairly average seafaring soap opera, <laughs> is a small scene from a Benjamin Britten operetta. What? You. I thought that was very... If he was saying that to a bearded man, <laughs> then it would be sexy. There aren't enough beards in Howard's Way, I will concede that. Let's this is a lot more. the main thing I am wishing to discuss with you. Really? Well, the only beard I saw was Polly. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, come on! Hi-yo! So, uh... <laughs> I love you, Kurt. Thank you! Never leave. So then we go to Jack's house where yeah. Avril says that his house smells like a distillery. Yeah. But I don't know why, because he's not spilling the whiskey. He's pouring it directly down his throat. So I'm not sure. How I that mean, he is gargling from the bottle. His girlfriends, uh, as he puts it, upped and slipped anchor, which I liked. Upton like Sliptanker, yes, up which to... is a small village in Wiltshire. <laughs> I once went to Upton Sliptanker. We played them in uh, cricket. Cricket, of course you uh, did, yeah. naturally. Well, we won. We won. Oh, what was the tea like, though? That's the important Well, thing. we did not discover because there was an unfortunate incident with some otters <laughs> and hand grenades and the pavilion was destroyed oh, halfway that's... through the first innings. <laughs> that's tragic. The vicar's wife was livid. <laughs> Oh dear. So anyway, Avril is probing Jack about the David Lloyd conversation. She what was it deep. about? Yeah. What's, what's and going he is on? saying, I'm in hock. And Jack reveals the full extent of his debts. He does indeed. And How it is, much? Uh, it is uh, so 12 and a half for the bank, nine and a half to the bookies. So it's about 21, it's, 20, it's, 22,000. It's just shy of 22K. 21 and a half thousand pounds. It's a lot worse than we first thought. It is thought. a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Wow. Back at Ken's. Meanwhile, Ken Dawn. Is, Ken Dawn. She has no principles or morals. No, she has none. And she, she only likes wallets. That is it. <laughs> Literally, but that's she it. Is be, at least she is being tenacious in Ken. What are you after? She is, but She's you know, most, what are you after? But what's she want, even Ken? doing at his flat anyway? Exactly. He starts things very badly by making her the world's most disappointing martini. Oh, this is right now. This right here, Ken. When, but you know, it is Ken. So of course, it is an appalling beverage because he is an appalling human he's being. I know it's, it's it's in character that he'd make it. Would you martini. like a martini? No, is it, is it still just... a dry martini? Also, Dawn, I drink dry martinis. I'm a classy bird. Like Dawn does not drink dry martinis. No. She drinks, I don't know, um, bezique or um, one of those. Yeah, taboo. That's what she would be drinking. Or Kahlua and Coke or something but, appalling and said, like that. By way of seduction, <laughs> good old Ken goes to the A game. Go on. What does he, he say? And he goes. 
You're looking very tasty, Don. <laughs> He describes her in the manner of a loaf. A loaf is tasty, you know, bread, carbohydrates. Yes, I understand. Yeah, we, yeah. we call them that here too. Do you? <laughs> yes. Oh, that is good to know. I thought you called it brot. We do. Carbon <laughs> brot. Yellow bread. Shrat some brot. Black bread. Many different brots. It sounded like you were having gastric trouble then. No, um, imagine if Jack was German. <laughs> There'd be too much spray coming from his... Uh... Unbelievable. <laughs> like the sea. Um, anyway, uh, yes, he says she's looking tasty. He gives her a shit martini. Uh, that's enough for her, really. And then she says, although she knows he's up to something, she still isn't leaving. Yeah. And she says, you want to get into high society, don't you? And with then the she... knobs. Yeah, and she wants, <laughs> he wants to knobs. mix with the knobs. Uh, that, I think that is... Uh... Abby's father, who wants to get in with the knobs. He's a bit keener on the knobs than some. I believe so. Yes. (laughs) And then, again, because she's a character from Dickens, she talks about him not wanting to fraternise with the likes of me. I know. So Dickensian. Yeah. It's amazing. And then, then, at the end of this scene, she sings Um Papa and she is murdered by Bill Sykes. (laughs) It's true. Basically, he's trying to get hold of a guy called Mark Foster, who is something to do with powerboats. Ah, yeah. This so this is a foreshadowing for yes. a future episodes. Oh yes, no. Mark Foster so becomes Ken, a character in this. Yeah, Ken is powerboats. <laughs> this is such a Ken thing. Like basically, powerboats are you know are, are the water's sports cars. Yeah, it makes sense that he would get into something. So that's sort of not good. Powerboats. Phallic and pointy. I have a powerboat in my ill-fitting <laughs> pastel trousers, Dawn. <laughs> would you like to drive my powerboat in my trousers, Dawn? Yeah, over the Solon Dawn, all the way to ride. You sound like Cartman. <laughs> yeah. I'm not familiar with him. You wouldn't know him because you're dead and uh, don't have American <laughs> television. <laughs> so, here we are. And now we are back to the sail loft. Yes, we are. In the, in Look, the... I've just noticed I called it a sail loft in my notes, so you were right all along. Uh, correct. To Carry the on. sail loft. Mike's the sail is poking at the computer <laughs> like one of some monkeys at the beginning of the film 2001 touching yes. the obelisk. <laughs> He's literally single finger poking the computer. He like... doesn't really get it, does he? Leo is watching all this computer business going on. Oh, because and... Leo needs to learn from Mike's the sail who is terrified of technology. <laughs> Like Ned Ludd with a hammer and a loom. And it's really, it's obviously old computers just look so shit. They are so enormous. <laughs> Realising that there is more power in a child's telephones these days. <laughs> the, the, the speak and spell had more memory than this. It's amazing. So they put in the dimensions of the boat and then the computer shows you a triangle. Yeah, <laughs> it's I know. really high tech stuff. They could never have made that triangular sail without and, the and triangle. Tom, and the Tom decides that we are moving into the space age. <gasps> Where triangles are the currency. Yeah. <laughs> so they're very happy with that. And indeed, you see on the screen, the sail is bing. It's definitely a the sail. The triangle appears. It is. It and is everybody a... seems most impressed. <laughs> And then Jack comes in. I think this might be back in the office. He comes back in swaying from the bruises. He is coughing. so drunk. He's really, He's in really a bad happy. way. What's the German word for drunk? Is there a German word Drunken. for drunk? <laughs> anyway, he's that. He's well that. And, and he's coughing because he's had too many cigars. And he says the computer needs to go back immediately. And then he starts swinging. I love He's got to go back. <laughs> Whiskey bottle. He's got to go back. He's in a bad way. And Avril and Tom suggest that maybe it's time to ring Kate, who is Jack's friend, who is actually Tom's former mother-in-law. Yeah. He's very good at talking sense to Jack when she he's She knows being... Jack. They're old friends they from many years ago in Tarrant. 
not that many years ago, like maybe a year ago. Yeah. If that. Um, but yeah, she's very good at sort of reading in the riot act and he listens to her in a way he doesn't really listen to anybody but else. He is drinking out of the bottle at the end of this scene like he is immediately in a Tom Waits song. Yes, he, he is. He is so... <laughs> it's literally like the bloke in the airplane films going, well, it looks like I picked the wrong time to stop sniffing glue. And he just, every scene, he escalates the overt consumption of alcohol. He does. Till I only assume in the next scene he will be lowered into a butt of Malmsey. So then the phone rings and apparently the information yep. comes from a friend of Avril's yep. that the person trying to buy the shares in Ralton Marine is actually linked with Gerald, who obviously himself is linked with yeah. Charles. So now we know when he's trying to take business over. When you say linked with Gerald. In a business sense. So we're now we're going back to Fashion HQ, where Claude yeah, yeah. is designing fashion, Frenchly. Mm. He is um, being most designing. And Jan is in sort of nautical outfit. I've put well, in. I it is most confusing, wearing, Julia, this episode, because there is sewing <laughs> happening in two different rooms. I know. The one is the sewing of sails. Yeah. With Pet. Pet the machinist. <laughs> If you touch her, she'll cut you. So don't pat the machinist. <laughs> or in Zen Zero, people sewing the trousers. I know, it's very confusing. Then Ken, in a bold move, yeah. has removed the jacket from over his yellow shirt. Yes. And now looks like he is defensive left back for Norwich City. <laughs> wow, that is a lot of yellow. It's a lot of on yellow. On one man. Yeah, no, it's, he's, he's unafraid. He just wants to get it out there. He is coming and he is making the amends with... Jen. He's trying to, yeah. Three minutes ago, we are seeing him talking about power boats with sexy Dawn. Yeah, I know. Oh, he is a heel. He's a rotten sausage. He's he really a terrible is. scoundrel of a man. Ken clearly still doesn't like Claude, so he's he is not a very blackguard. Not very friendly to him. That's yeah. it. It's not, and that's a nautical word, isn't it? Blackguard, isn't it? Yeah. If you say so, there, Skipper. So you're um, the one wearing the hat. I mean, I so, don't know. So no, listen a moment. <laughs> Ken is saying, "Are we all right?" To the French fella. But no, Claude, because he is having a conversation with Jan, they are doing the sums in their head and realising that someone is cutting off their supplies. Yes. And Claude is putting on a boxy jacket and saying, I have to go and do something very serious. Yeah. Ken then arrives. So as soon as Claude is out of the office. Yeah. Who Jen is having the warmth for? <laughs> yes. Then Ken is making the sweet moves. I know, which frankly doesn't, like you said, doesn't go down well when we've seen him doing but the same thing to Dawn. She is somehow encouraging to him. Well, she fancies him. She wants to get in his pastel slacks. She says, "You're on probation." <laughs> yeah, which is quite an understatement because he lit- physically paid for someone to attack her son. She is very forgiving. Yeah, like but I said, again, that there's a lust issue here. I, I think imagine she can't that see Jen past. is looking at Leo and thinking, "Will you?" No, he is asking for it. So Ken establishes that Jan still hasn't forgiven him. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. But you're right. She's definitely defrosting a bit. And then we go to the marina where Avril and Tom are having a row about the catamaran again. And Avril basically just says, OK, my instinct tells me that boat's dangerous. Doesn't go down very well. And then Tom says he's going to take it out on the um, sea tomorrow. He, he says, he literally says, there is a forecast is for high winds. I'm high taking her out. High winds. Yeah. That doesn't suggest any kind of doom approaching at all, does it? So then we go back to Jack's house where Kate has arrived to kind of lick him into shape. Not so like, the old not lady like arrives. Yeah, that's right. So and, maybe we are thinking that Jack is responding to someone of his generation. Well, kind of. And also she's very no-nonsense. They've both lived through a war, I imagine. Sorry to yeah. bring that up again. She's very good at just cutting through the crap and just sorting people's problems out for them. And as for the second time in the episode, someone is unable to say the word computers. <laughs> this time it is Jack. And Jack's take on the word is 
Jeez. This company doesn't need any fancy compute. He doesn't Sirs. like he doesn't like fancy things, full stop. He does not. Certainly not technology. Anyway, Kate says to Jack, quite unequivocally, you're a baby. Wow. Is he well, one of those guys? It's not this isn't set in Japan. It's not one of those things. Oh, no. okay, cool. Um then and then he admits to her that he's got gambling debts. But she said that her one failing is that she also has accumulated large gambling debts. She's had to sell her house. Wow. So she sympathises with Pots and kettles. Then we go back to Royalton Marine where Avril has confronted David Lloyd and she wants to get her so father's Avril does back. not want David to be having anything to do. No. With the yard. Once he expressed an interest in her in a love way. Oh, and, did he? Yeah, and she rejected him. So Correct move. Never really liked him since then. And then he takes it out on the court. So he agrees to sell the shares back for £10,000 more. For £10,000 more, and it has only been a week. What a heel. He's another business bastard. There are there horrible are people in this episode, Julia. Yeah, I know, I know. They're all, they're gits. So Avril says she'll raise the money somehow. She'll get, I'll fine. get it somehow because yeah. she needs a control back for the family. Or yeah. then we, we go are to Etsy. We are your natural home. My good, good friend. Old salty, wet and threatening. <laughs> it is in this scene. So the sea is kind of Full boiling. Of fish. Well, you can't see the fish, but it's very rough. Yeah, but you know they're there. <laughs> you can't see them, but you know they're there. Do you, are you suspicious of fish generally? Do you have a good relationship with them? I have an excellent relationship. Well, you with now fish. live with them, so. I am uh, um, actually a qualified fish whisperer. <laughs> if you, if Why you, doesn't that surprise if me? You have a perch with perhaps a fin disorder. Just I lower my face into the tank. How's your fin? Is it okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, fish, fish whisperer. That's amazing. I once, wow. Talk, I once talked a can of salmon back into life. Is that good? <laughs> fish whisperer, I am. That's amazing. Yeah, I believe you. So anyway, the catamaran is powering Not through the dolphins. waves. <laughs> well, they're mammals, so I can uh, <laughs> I can do something interesting with a dolphin. So. <laughs> Moving on, Kurt. No, moving on. No. We're nearly the can end I of tell you just okay, what I can do on. with a dolphin? If you must. What you do is, okay, you get the dolphin and you put toilet paper in its mouth, right? In the dolphin's mouth. What? You put toilet paper in the dolphin's mouth. Okay. And then using the blowhole, you play it like a kazoo. <laughs> on the submarine, we had an entire dolphin kazoo <laughs> orchestra. <laughs> But what is good is you're going, you know, and then the dolphins are going. It's a nice counterpoint to the melody coming out of the mouse. You don't think we could get them to do the theme tune, do you? I will ask. Anyway, we must compose ourselves because something terrible is about to happen. I know, and it is most strange. So um, here is Tom in uh, his his face at the beginning of the scene where he is sat on his catamaran. Yeah, the joy of the open water. Yeah, this is when I felt the most empathy for Tom. Did you? And because I know that feeling. Yeah. When I am out yeah. on the deck, of the forty two B, and it was there cruising through the water. Sounds like a and pencil. Forty two B is very soft. <laughs> very soft pencil. It's actually liquid in a. Wooden tube. I, I you yeah. see, mm. would be on the deck and enjoying the water. And when I saw Tom's face, and finally I am understanding the way of Howard. <laughs> exactly. And you so came to that the, eventually. And it is, they are wanting to bring the joy of sailing on the open water to the people watching the BBC on the Sunday Exactly. Nights. But it doesn't last for long. It's short-lived. No, so, because there is a, a gust of wind. A strong gust. And suddenly a snip. 
Oh, then we look and there is something has happened, but we can't see because perhaps no. we were watching on our phone. <laughs> well, I can tell you because I was watching on a slightly bigger screen. Yeah. Um, on a big phone. And uh, yeah, a crack appears in the main beam. Uh-oh. Which is what Bill had been going on about all this time. The main Bill beam was enough. right all along. He was. So Tom looks this kind of cross. gives the end of the episode a degree of hubris. <laughs> it does. Good word. Denker. <laughs> And that's it. It's the end of the episode. Cue theme tune. I just don't even know how to thank you for doing that. Well, you know, um, it's a nice uh, relief from, you know, just death, limbo. Yeah, how is that? That must be tough. Well, you know what? I have to say, watching Howard's Way after having been dead since uh, 1945. Yeah. It is sort of, it's the same. As the war? As limbo. Oh, I see. It was death. So there was no major change. Do you think you'll be watching more to fill eternity? Maybe there's six series. You well, could, you as know. it is the same, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> Do you like singing? Are you into singing at all? Uh, we had a barbershop quartet. Of course. Yeah. Do you fancy singing the theme tune at the end I of the... Sing the theme Would you like that? Me. Okay, Julia, fantastic. it would be mine, as we say in Deutschland, Geplärsengitzten. Well, it only remains for me to say thank you so much for coming on the show. If you like the podcast, please come and find us on Twitter. That's the thing in the modern day we have now. Yeah. Um, we are at Always There Pod. And I just... am familiar with Twitter. <laughs> I am not living in a cave. Are you on Twitter? Yeah. Your Dead handle? German guy, 1945. <laughs> I will come and look you up. Please do. Kurt Schiffer, thank you for being Always There. Dankeschön, Schatzi. Submarines worked for the Kriegsmarine. The North Atlantic was where we used to shoot. Allied shipping down in my boat. We had a lovely goat. We call him Otto and we made feta cheese from wasn't authentic feta cheese we were making it from his you know what that's not ideal for making a greek salad and so the crew were quite sad because the salads were bad and moussaka was off of the menu because of the sick with the male goat and submarine Work for the Kriegsmarine The Second World War was quite unfortunate for me That round was for all the guys of the U42B out of Hamburg This is Kurt Schiffer signing off I'll be the same Bitteschön Dankeschön GreatBigOwl.com 